Good morning. Welcome to today's episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. My name is Evan. Great to have you with me on this Super Bowl weekend. You excited about the Super Bowl? Kansas City Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Florida, which I'm a little envious about being that we here in Connecticut received a few inches of snow this week. So just a tad bit jealous, but should be a great game. On the last episode, we talked about a few of the artists that will be playing during the Super Bowl this weekend, both halftime and prehand. We also looked at a few NFL players that are doing great work in their communities amid the pandemic. So if you'd like to check out that episode, it is on Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can find the link at anchor.fm slash Morning. Also very excited about today's episode because I have a special guest joining me via Zoom for today's conversation. We'll also take a look at the news you didn't know you needed. I'll talk about that in a moment. Each episode that we do here, I like to pause for a moment, for a moment of gratitude. So if there's something that's on your heart that you're thankful for, let's take a moment and reflect on that together. On today's episode, I will be joined by my sister Katie, who will be zooming in. We both had Spider-Man movies come out while we were in high school, so I thought it would be fun to reflect on that. We're also hearing about a new Spider-Man movie coming out later this year, so looking forward to that conversation with Katie. Before we dive into that, though, it is time for the news you didn't know you needed. Sometimes inspirational, sometimes silly, and sometimes weird. If you're like me, you've probably seen single-use facial masks lying on the ground, and globally, we use approximately 6 billion masks a day. A team of researchers in Australia may have found a solution. They've discovered that adding millions of discarded face masks to road paving mixtures would actually lower the cost of the road while diverting billions of them from the landfills. For example, just one kilometer of road would need three billion masks, and the plastic used to make single-use surgical face masks also increases the flexibility and durability of the road. Henry Darby, a principal at North Charleston High School in South Carolina, has taken on a second job stocking shelves at a Walmart store during the overnight hours with every paycheck earned going to his students in need. Darby's efforts are particularly important because 90% of the student body live under the poverty line. And a stunning 3D printed home is currently available for sale on Zillow in Riverhead, New York. At $300,000, it costs 50% less than comparably sized homes in the area. And the manufacturer, SQ4D, hopes to use it as a jumping off point to tackle housing shortages in the city and surrounding towns. That's the news you didn't know you needed. Coming up, my sister Katie talks about Spider-Man. Thanks for coming on the podcast this morning, Katie, and, and hanging out with me. Uh, very excited about this. My sister joining me for a podcast. How's it feel? It feels awesome. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited, too, because you and I will be speaking about something we both got to experience in high school, and that is our own Spider-Man franchise and what that meant to us. Before we discuss that, though, I would love it if you took a moment to introduce yourself and, and share what you're currently up to and where you are heading. Hi, um, I'm Katie. I'm Evan's little sister, which is super exciting. Um, <laughs> I'm currently attending University of Hartford, and I'm studying studying physical ther- therapy. And I'm also an Irish dancer. 
Awesome. So how long is the degree program for physical therapy at UHart? So it's seven years long. So I'm in here for the long haul, which is <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. But the experience will be great and you'll be highly qualified when you're out of the program, right? I sure hope so. So you also mentioned you're an Irish step dancer. How long you've been doing that? And uh, have you had any cool things put to your name because of it? I've been doing it for a long time. So I'm 19 years old and I've been doing it since I was three years old. Um, my sis older sister did Irish step dance as well. I've done shows and competitions. I am a open champion dancer, so that's really exciting. And I've just worked my way up and it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. So to be an open champion, what does that mean? What qualifies you for that title? So you have to go through a certain amount of competitions and you need to, each level you move up, you need to score a certain score, you need to earn a certain placement. So to get into open champion, you need to win first a couple times, more than a couple times to get up there. Awesome. Have you been able to dance at any cool places in particular? Um, I've been able to dance in Ireland at their Ooh. Ireland National Championships, which is such a cool experience. Um, just being, the competition itself is amazing because you get dancers from all over the world, obviously pre-COVID, but um, it's amazing to meet all those different people and have the experience up on stage, but not only that, to go there and look at the countryside and all of the touring experience that leads up to the competition is so much fun. So when you dance in Ireland, is it in Dublin? Where, whereabouts geography wise are you dancing? So I danced in Killarney um, in the convention center there, which is huge, okay. <laughs> which is really cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love Killarney. Love, uh, love being in that part of the world and, and checking it out. And, uh, one thing that you're also passionate about is Spider-Man and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we were talking about that beforehand because one of the cool things that you and I have both been able to experience is a generation of Spider-Man movies while we were in high school. You have the latest uh, generation of it. I had the original Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst version of it. And you're starting to see that as well. But uh, how, how many of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies have you seen? Oh, a lot. <laughs> I think I'm pretty much up to date on all of them. We, me and my family started watching them a couple of years ago, trying to play catch up on all the older ones. <laughs> um, and I think we're pretty much caught up on all of the Captain Americas, all of the Iron Mans, pretty much all of it, I think, including all so the- So you haven't, you haven't seen them in order, it's just- you try to see whatever you can and, and catch up. Yes, exactly. Do you have any particular movies that you like the most in the MCU? Um, I really loved Endgame. Okay. That was such a moment seeing it for mm -hmm. the first time. It was, I got chills, you know, it was <laughs> amazing. So what were your thoughts being able to see Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home? In, in high school. Were you able to see both of those in theater? Um, I saw Homecoming in theater. Okay. I didn't see Far From Home in theaters, but seeing like in high school, you know, we're the same age as the characters, which I thought was so cool. And Marvel does such a great job of 
making the teenagers relatable to us, you know, because um, we're their target audience, really. And it was so cool because, like, yeah, he's a average high school kid, but he's also this crime-fighting spider dude, which is super awesome. And just, like, feeling the excitement of those around you, because most of the high schoolers have seen some type of Avengers or are somewhat involved in Avengers or know what's going on. So those movies coming out was just so exciting because everyone's talking about them. Right. And did you get a chance to read any of the Spider-Man comics that came out before the movie? I haven't, no. That, that's okay. on my to-do list. <laughs> right. So um, what did you think of Tom, Tom uh, Holland and Zendaya and their portrayal of Peter Parker and, and MJ? it's great I think um Tom Holland just does Peter Parker so well you know this kind of dorky awkward science guy Mm -hmm. and then he turns into this superhero but at the end of the day he's still just very socially awkward and captures that um difference perfectly and I think Zendaya brings a great contrast to the movie um She's just this kind of edgy, kind of artsy, trying to find her personality in high school kind of girl. And it just goes perfectly. And it helps include a lot of people into the cinematic universe to bring everyone together. Yeah, I think um, I think Tom was the perfect representation of a high school student. We were watching a couple weeks ago, you and I were watching the original Spider-Man with, with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. And... Uh, both of both of those actors, I think they were in their 20s when they put that movie out. So it was, yeah. it, you could tell that they were a little more mature in their roles. But um, I think I think Tom Holland does the best portrayal of a high school student. I, I haven't read all the comics. I saw I read one when I was in high school, and I think Zendaya is a little better of a portrayal of MJ. Just because in what I read, she was a little more like uh, Peter Parker in both that they were both slightly nerdy, very into their studies and and into science. Whereas in the original Spider-Man movie, MJ was more of the popular girl, girl next door, but still hanging out with the popular kids. And Peter Parker always wanted to be noticed by her. That said, I loved the original. I grew up with the original trilogy and the third one came out when I I was in college. But to be able to see the second one in theaters, incredible. One of my best high school experiences. Um, And there's weight to it too. That makes it really, really heavy. Um, So I love, I love, love, love those movies. But it is cool seeing um, Tom Holland take it and Zendaya involved more of the MJ personality in the comic book that I saw. Did you get to see any of the amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield? No. Okay. It'll be interesting to see because there's been a lot of talk about the sequel to Far From Home, which is scheduled to come out this December. We'll see, you know, with the pandemic, if it'll Mm -hmm. still be out in theaters. But it looks like they've confirmed Toby is coming back, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield along with Tom Holland in the new one. Have you heard anything about that or any, any planning? I have, I am so excited for this movie. It's 
really interesting to me because you know when they did Endgame, they're like biggest crossover event in history, and then you they're bringing all of those crossovers back into the Spider-Man movies and. Mm you hear in Far From Home, Tom Holland referencing the multiverse theory is correct. Mm -hmm. And you see the other two Spider-Man from the past coming forward with Tom Holland. And it's it'll be interesting how they manage to work all three superheroes portraying the same superhero, but differently, and seeing how they all work together, or maybe not. Yeah, I've, I've tried to stay away from any spoilers or plot you know, reveals as possible, but I am really intrigued to see how they will pull that off, have three different generations of Spider-Man. And it's weird saying three generations because the amazing Spider-Man only came out 10 years after the original one. So Mm -hmm. for me and, and Jen, we, when we saw that come out, we're just like, eh, we already have the first one that we grew up with in high school it's weird to dive in and see a reboot that quickly after the original, whereas at least with the Tom Holland Zenzaya version, it's had 15 years in between. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the original one when you saw that? And you haven't seen the second one, but we're, we're planning a time to see that because there's rumors about Doc Ock coming back and the original actor being brought back for that one too. Mm. I really loved the original one. Um, I th- it has every component in it to make it like just the perfect superhero movie, you know? And I think just the story of Spider-Man and how they, just, they captured it perfectly, you know? It's this high school kid and his uncle tells him, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And you ha- have to remember that he's, just a high school kid trying to save tons and tons of people, you know, and it's such a big responsibility. And I think they just captured that perfectly and they made it exciting. The conflict was exciting. It was just a classic superhero movie and it was great. And William Defoe's in it and they have the Osbournes and everything. The Osbournes haven't been introduced in the Far From Home or Homecoming movies, have they? I don't think so, no. I loved in the original, the conflict with the best friends fighting, the best friends, you know, getting along, but then also the divisions in between. And you'll see more of that as we see the second one and the third one. Yeah. Um, And at the very end of that one where his friend's like, I'm going to hunt down whoever killed my father. And, you know, that. The tension there and then the tension between. Peter Parker and MJ where you know how much he loves her but I mean Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen the movie at this point sorry guys there's going to be a spoiler but for him to say you know to see your reaction when he said to her I will always be there for you as a friend that's all I'm able to give because he knows what could happen if they end up together he already saw the danger that he put her in it's like oh yeah. I mean, Evan, you were there when you saw my reaction to that. I was. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. What? I was. Peter and MJ? Yeah, that was, it was heartbreaking, but you you have to understand his perspective. Mm-hmm. Just heartbreaking though. Yeah. Is there a movie, and there might not be an answer for this, but is there a movie in the MCU that you saw and you went, that was dumb? Civil War. Really? (laughs) Oh, that's... (laughs) (laughs) 
I understand that you need it for the conflict between Captain America and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And you need it for the you need to watch it for the plot of the next Avengers movie. Yeah. But oh, that was just silly. <laughs> it was like two toddlers fighting. It was silly. So, uh what are <laughs> what's coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that you've heard about that you're looking forward to? Oh man. I am so excited for Black Widow. Okay. That, it's been so long awaited and and I delayed am... too, right? Like that was supposed to come out months ago and yeah. they they smartly put it on the back burner. They're not going to release it on Disney Plus or something like mm, that. Absolutely. I'm so excited for that. And I am so excited for um the Falcon and Winter Soldier. That'll be interesting cuz both Black Widow, Winter Soldier and the Falcon have been waiting for their solo movies for so long and it's i'm so excited well, Katie, thank you so much for joining on today's analysis of Spider-Man. We'll have to do this in a few months again after the new movie comes out and we get to see how Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are somehow woven into the plot. Um, and we'll uh, get more MCU updates from you because you are very qualified in this area. You should have a degree in it. I am a casual listener and viewer, but I appreciate your insight and the information that and recommendations that you're able to pass along. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love talking about Marvel. It's one of my favorite things. So I appreciate a platform to speak my mind about it. Well, thank you for that. And good luck in your studies. We wish you well in your seven degree, seven degree, seven year program. And uh, we're grateful that you're able to uh, provide physical therapy and insight into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us on this episode. Coming up next weekend, we will be celebrating Valentine's Day weekend by looking at who the original St. Valentine was. We'll also look at the day in history. If you would like to stay connected with us through the week, please check us out at anchor.fm slash Morning. That's where you can find our socials, how to reach out to us and leave a voicemail if you'd like. And I look forward to seeing you in the future. God bless.